welcome to Kristen Whispers Sonnets. My name is Kristen Garth, and I'll be having a weekly radio show where I'll be whispering and um, giggling <laughs> during sonnets, um, Shakespearean sonnets mostly, because that's mostly what I write. Um, but they'll be on many topics, and tonight they're going to be a lot about BDSM. So if that's offensive to you, then maybe ch- you know tune in next week. <laughs> but I promise these are, um, are going to be handled with some art and some whispering and some tenderness. So um, try to stay involved and listen a little before you go to bed. I'm going to be doing this show Mondays at 10 o'clock my time, which is central time in Florida, but I know this is primarily an English um, radio show, and it'll be a lot later for you guys, but you can curl up in bed before you go to sleep, and here are some sonnets read by a sonneteer (laughs) in the south. (laughs) So I'm really excited and so pleased that um, Gadget G Radio gave me this opportunity, And I'm going to go ahead and get started by tonight reading from The Meadow, which is um, my newest book that just came out. And it's about my experiences when I was um, traveling about (laughs) when I was in my early 20s. Um, Mostly it starts a little bit before that and everything, but it's me going on these adventures to different cities where I had met people online and to participate in BDSM activities. And one, a lot of the poems have to do with my very, very first, well, <laughs> some of them have to do with my very, very first dom, but a lot have to do with my second dom, who I totally fell in love with and ended up getting my heart broken, but I was not really, we weren't compatible in the sense of he was polyamorous and you know it created a lot of complications in that relationship and I was very young and immature and not worldly (laughs) so it was it was a lot of adventures but I'm going to read a few sonnets from that book and I'm going to read them from the what is the sex second section of this sex book <laughs> of poetry called um, The Meadow and you can get the book at apeppublications.com or on my website at kristengarth.com um, but the first section there is a first section in here called Small Town and it has darker poems about my childhood because Um, everyone has a different path of how they get involved in BDSM and I write an introduction in which I acknowledge that most people who are into BDSM were never abused as children and I don't put that out there as a uh, myself as an example of being a typical person in the BDSM scene I don't think I was at all I don't know that there was a typical person I think there are very many different kinds of people from all kinds of backgrounds but my story deserves to be told as much as anyone's but at the same time I acknowledge I'm not trying to be a role model or an exemplar or anything besides just a person who wants to tell their story because for me at coming from an abusive background being able to enjoy my body and be inside my body and be autonomous, be active, not passive, even though I was a submissive, I was very active in choosing out what I did. Those 
things gave me such power. And so, um, because it was a celebration of the body, it was such a big deal. And I really, really appreciate, um, being given the chance to make this book and own that celebration. And so anyway, I'm going to read some of the more celebratory poems tonight about my second Dom, who I was in love with. And, um, oh, first I will read you this is an example of, um, we had a, a relationship where I was, um, it was age play and role play and he was my daddy Dom. And so he did something where he gave me a little Red Riding Hood doll. And this is a sonnet called Underneath. Before you call yourself a woman child, you fly to New York City, college girl, costumed to be defiled, pigtailed, beguiled before a bedtime story too, a whirlwind trip in which he will present to you, red topsy-turvy, riding hood one night, a wolf beneath skirt hidden from view, a grandma when you turn it, lift the tight bonnet, wrinkled visage the girl becomes, but won't forget him even then. You will lay underneath many men, overcome by your childish face. Not this one, who feels what hides beneath your plaid skirts with pegged teeth. He is the first to love you, underneath. So, <laughs> I really liked the tenderness and things like candy and dolls of an age play relationship. I was an adult, but I, I've always been a woman child where I have childish interests, even though I'm very much an adult, but I, I, my bedroom is covered in unicorns and, um, Barbie dolls. And I have a, a, a poetry journal called Pink Plastic House. It's based on my Barbie dream house. It's in my bedroom too. So, those things have always been very appealing and being able to express that with a, another partner, a, a huge part of yourself. It's, you, you know, it's the most wonderful thing. Everyone should be able to be loved for who they are. <laughs> so I hope everyone out there is. And here's a poem about us having sex. <laughs> and it's called The Keeper. Tot thighs, 19 an alibi, a nude, New Jersey. Leaned against a ladder back, a growl inside an ear. Your crop colludes to cleave its way to pink, its tongue that thwacks a thirsty trek toward a taste of cleft, so deftly drinks the discipline of your desire. A whistle race to sweat, lips left to bite, bereft of breath. This run endured, its finish line is bed. A harried head, a mane you groom to gleams pristine and pure, a ribbon and a rub before a spread, a cooling down before another ride. The keeper sets the gate and I abide. <laughs> and that's just a poem about um, being a submissive and having sex. And it excites me to read it. I hope 
excites you guys to hear it. <laughs> um, I'm going to read another one that I wrote about the first time that the second Dom who I fell in love with spanked me and we hadn't even kissed yet. Um, and, and the whole thing occurred on a, a kind of a stage. It wasn't a stage. It was a hotel room, but it was a hotel suite where there was a big BDSM party going and my Dom would travel around to parties like this and put on little shows for people who were invited to watch um, him do things like whip a person or spank a person or anything like that. And people, um, <laughs> I know it's, for some people it's like, wow, you know, and then other people are like, yeah, I've been there, done that. But um, <laughs> anyway, at the time though, I had not been there, done that. I had, I had been to some local party or about an hour away from where I lived there were more swinger parties and but it wasn't this intense with um like very heavy intense pain scenes and and the drama of like role play and I loved that feeling of being on stage I ended up after leaving this world becoming a stripper for a while and I definitely think it was that need in me to be on stage just like now being a poet and I'm kind of on a stage in a sense. So I've always been an exhibitionistic person. And this is one of my first experiences of that. King of the Road. It starts with snaps. A song for smacks. A muss of hair he muses music. Then attacks. His hotel sweet. And you're the show. Surplus of eyes that you don't know. Pinstripes on back of chair, a skirt scarlet, flared, barely there, a spanking for my southern girl, crimson hand-printed ass of pearl, a chat affair begets plain fare, across his lap winsome wet whimpers without underwear, circuit of parties, master's ring, a man of means acquires another pigtailed thing to hurt. First date obscene, discovery 19. First spanking of a thousand he bestows. First audience of many on the road. And I'm gonna read <laughs> one more um, tonight, which will be, um, about when we broke up and this is actually comes where my world of BDSM and my world of stripping sort of meshed together because I was just coming into being a stripper at the end of that relationship and it was a very different experience in a strip club because women are very much at least at the strip club I worked at women were very much in charge and in a way you were very dominant which was very alien to me as a submissive person but um my, when my dom was going to break up with me, he came to see me at the strip club. And um, it felt very weird because, you know, this was a man who could have done anything with me outside of that club. A lot of things. I shouldn't say anything. I had limits. But he um, chose to come and see me at a place where he could do very little because in Florida, where I live, you can't even touch a girl at a strip club. So... It was a weird power dynamic switch in a way. And I think he wanted that. I think he didn't want me, um, I think he wanted me to um, feel in charge in this moment. And 
um, even though I was still wearing a teardrop scar on my thigh from where he had caned me once and it had made a perfect teardrop scar. And that's the name of this poem. Last time you see your Dom, he flies to you. He wants to see this concrete castle where you undo a tied-up Oxford for new clientele each night. The loosely braided hair, a thousand dollars wrapped against your thigh, rubber banded tight. Right below the teardrop scar, both of these are who you are. The shy hustler who makes men pay, canes, riding crops, paternal cocks, you must obey. He came to say goodbye to this, a body that he cannot kiss. Topless, fictitious name, a businessman who buys your shame, a brat who wears the remnants of his teardrop scar. He wants to remember you as a star. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this little peek into my BDSM experiences and also the introduction to this show. I am going to be doing the show every Monday for, um, you know, a few minutes <laughs> on Monday nights before you go to bed. You can listen, and I hope you will. And if you want to read more about these experiences, you can order the book at mapeppublications.com it's called The Meadow by Kristen Garth or you can visit my website at kristengarth.com and I'm also on Twitter and you can feel free to DM me or ask any questions maybe I'll answer them on the radio show if I get a good one but my DM or my um, Twitter name is at Lola L-O-L-A A-N-D J-O-L-I-E at Lola and Jolie. And <laughs> I'll tell you the story of that Twitter name probably in one of these, maybe next time. Um, because uh, I have a poem, a poem about it that I will whisper to you. And it's sonnets because we're here for Kristen Whispers Sonnets. So see you next week. <laughs>